As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Believe in the Challenge podcast, a show that dives into the MTV's challenge universe. I'm your host, Katie Wolski, and I will be recapping episodes, breaking down challenge news, and interviewing castmates from the show. Before we start, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and show us some love by rating us five stars. Today we are joined by a super special guest, drum roll, Ashley Million Dollar Mitchell. <laughs> thank hey, you. What so- is up? Hey, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. So excited. Such a big fan of yours. Oh, thank you so much. You know, I always love boss ass women. So I had to come join you. (laughs) I appreciate it. We are here for each other. Yes. Future is female. That is the truth, man. (laughs) So, I mean, I love you on every season, but this season was particularly rough for you. I mean, getting sent home twice, man, that had to have just really hit you. What was going through your mind? Well, you know, last season and this season, it was both a weird feeling. Okay, I know it's going to be hard for me for every season, but luckily my loyalty and friendship has seemed to make me alliance is easy and the alliances easy in the past, but these past few seasons that hasn't worked. Um, so the most embarrassing thing is going home first, obviously being the two-time champ, the only female champion there. That is just like, oh, I was drowning my sorrows until I went back into the house. I didn't know I was coming back. So, but yeah, losing like that, you just think what you could do right, what you could have done different. But also I knew it was going to be hard for me either way. So I try not to beat myself up and girl, I hate the cold. So I was like, (laughs) no offense, but I'm just going to go home and pray that they invite me back to a warm season because I kill it in warm seasons seasons put me in Africa Thailand I'm good right keep me the cold (laughs) oh my god yeah okay so wait you were saying well first of all I mean you're one of the strongest female competitors so sadly of course they're going to be gunning for you I was sadly the strongest female on fucking reality tv pardon my language I'm a cursor y'all try to hold that's okay but um yeah like the strongest girl in reality tv period yeah. When did you hear about getting asked to come back? How long was it 
Well, there was a rumor from one of the producers that like likes me, like the the girl that kind of got me cast for the first time. You know, we're not friends or anything like that by any means, but you know, she kind of messaged me and said, "There may be talks. Are you still in Iceland?" And I said, "Yes." She was, this, "This is no way by chance." Saying she's like, "This is a very very small." So I was like okay so like I told my mom and we just kind of like you know it's probably like if someone gets hurt I didn't know people had already been hurt so I was there for 10 days it was nighttime I think 10 o'clock if not later at night and I was going to the airport because I had an overnight flight flight back to the U.S. to go home and if I went to the U.S. I wouldn't have been able to come back because Iceland you have to get a work permit it was during COVID so you have to do two weeks they just wouldn't have brought anybody else back right okay so it would have took it. Too, it would have took too long. It would have took two or three weeks to get someone into the house, you know. So that wouldn't have made sense. Mm-hmm. Honey, I got the call not from the producer. I said, but from the main HBIC, and like the girl you don't even see on set hardly at all. Like the <laughs> main girl, and I got a phone call, and she's like, Ashley, this is. I'm not gonna say. I, I, right. I, I, I'd rather not say names. No, you don't have to. But she was like, Ashley, where are you? And then my heart dropped into my butt. And I was like, on my way to the airport, she's like, can you turn around right now? And I'm like, Wah! like I literally started screaming. My taxi driver was like, what, what, like no, I crashed the car. He was terrified. But I kind of already told him what was happening. You know, my big blabber mouth. So like, what is happening? What is that? And I'm like, I'm going back to the house. I'm like, can you drive me four hours in the opposite direction? Because the airport was like almost an hour and our house was out like in the country a little bit. Okay. He's like, like, yes, it will be very expensive. I'm like, honey, MTV's paying for it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. They're going to reimburse that bill. Wow. So that's almost like a, a movie moment. You were like right about to leave and then you got that call. Well, almost, girl, let me tell you, my whole season was like a roller coaster. I mean, I'm going to have to talk to a psychologist after the season. I mean, I mean, last season being in the bunker was one thing, but I've really been on a roller coaster. So, you know, I get partners with CT, which was amazing. Then I realized that everyone's gunning for us. And I didn't even, I mean, just CT looked at me with those big blue eyes and asked to be my partner. I'm like, you know, just say no. You know, who in the hell can say no? The greatest challenger can, you know, one of them for sure ever. Right. Definitely top three. Yeah. And most people, the top one. So it's like, yes. And then I realized once I came to my census after I, you know, got off my high horse, fell off of him, I realized, oh shit. But then I was like, that's okay. I got CT as my partner. Like we work good together. Elimination. Like we both got the bronze. We, I mean, got the brains. He's got the bronze. <laughs> we both have the heart. You know what I mean? But then uh, he says, oh, it's going to be a freaking girls elimination. I'm like, this is not what I signed up for. I probably wouldn't have even pick CT as a partner, to be honest with you, if I knew we couldn't compete together. But I didn't right. think that. So then, you know, the next, then I get fucking put in. I thought I almost had the house flipped. I get put in, get eliminated. I'm crying. Then I deal with it. I'm living in Iceland, get called back and then get put in right again. Not right again, but almost right again. (laughs) So it was literally like this the whole time for me, man. I mean, 
also, I mean, no one knew what was going to happen the first week. So no, but I can tell you right now that messed up a lot of these girls games. Look at where Teresa's sitting right now. Look at where Tori's sitting right now. I think, uh, look at where Jay's sitting right now, you know, and mm -hmm. this happens a lot, even on season 34, when we had the, um, cars cult, as most people call it, we like to call it the world kingdom. But when Josh made that big move, you don't want to make big moves right out of the fucking gate. Not only because, you know, it could backfire on you, but people are going to remember that they're going to see you as a big move, move maker. And then you're going to become a target, not to mention who knows what could have happened. Pretty much it did backfire on the whole house. Mm -hmm. Like Leroy and Cam were not wanting me out. You know, I don't think everyone everyone was aiming for me, to be honest. I think a lot of people were really gunning to get CT versus West, these two, you know, masterminds right. their own different way against each other and take out either, and then also two champion girls. They thought, you know, but then you're still left with a pissed off CT and West. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like it kind of wasn't very smart in their part. And I try to tell them, but... They don't ever want to listen. <laughs> they never do, do they? Everyone's got their own agenda that they're just well, trying I mean, to. That's why I can't blame them. You know, I'm always like, these freaking idiots. <laughs> if they want to just listen to me so I can make it to the final. And I'm like, but I understand people thinking are doing they're doing what's best for their game. But I can tell you it's never best to send home a lone ranger when you've got multiple big alliances sitting waiting to attack. Agreed. Yeah, no, it's definitely not. You got the rookie alliance. You got that big brother alliance. You got, you know, these people. And here's me literally by my damn self. I ain't got a pot to piss in. And people are like, let's go after her. Like, well, I had no power in that house. I said, oh, you had Leroy and Kim. You had couples in the house, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm like, I literally have no one. You should recruit me you idiots I would be and you've seen my loyalty in the past I'm always very loyal to my alliances yeah do you feel uh because there's a lot of you know talk about the big brother alliance and the rookies and just uh like what are your thoughts on I mean I think the past couple seasons these rookies have been really taking more control and not you know kind of just taking a back seat and yeah, playing girls. a more season the rookies were big brother so they're not like competitive reality tv like the challenge rookie you know what i mean i kind mm -hmm. of look at him as a step above a rookie of course okay. big brother is not like a challenge but right. when it comes to political game they know how to politic yeah yeah and i mean and they're not afraid to stab their friends in the back and then they're all okay with that like when i was growing up I know it's like literally four years ago I'm like back in the day when I was in <laughs> you're young we are young well you know what I mean girl but like back right. then, you stuck by your friends not just for one season for seasons and seasons and you don't do what's good just for you you do what's good for all of y'all because that's going to help you get to the end all of y'all get to the end um luckily I feel like for the big brother alliance they're all very strong or at least two of them um Fessy and Casey Casey yeah uh, yeah Casey and Fessy and that's why they're always going to make it to the end I feel like Josh could really get clumped into making it to the end too once he gets out of his anxiety and nerves from eliminations I really think that he is a good player um but with these alliances this season the rookies 
I mean, the vets let us do, let them do it. I think we've all played mm -hmm. together so many times and we are all like on different sides for so long. Like, it's hard for me to like, look at Tori and be like, oh, I have no problem with you. You know what I mean? Even though for the past three seasons, I've voted you in every time and your fiance and you know, I wished that you both would go home simultaneously. You know, like, <laughs> but I didn't mean it. I didn't know. I mean, you know, it's hard to get over that, especially when it's been multiple seasons and you're kind of friends outside of the show, but not that good of friend. It's just, mm -hmm. it gets sloppy. Um, but I think that's what makes the challenge fun. But with this big brother new type of politics, it's like, okay, once the show's over, I'm just going to kiss your ass the whole time. Well, even when it airs and we're going to be like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I said something bad about you, but I didn't mean it. It was just for TV. And like, oh my God, let's be fake friends. Let's, I mean, fake enemies for TV. So then maybe one day we could be partners or people just won't know we're working together. When it's like very obvious, like very <laughs> obvious. You know, I miss like the days when the West and Bananas rivalry wasn't really a personal rivalry, but it was at least a real rivalry on screen. You know right. what I mean? People don't have that anymore. They're trying to kiss ass and save themselves. Also, like I feel like back in the day, like this happened, like um, you know, people going up to people they don't really like. Oh, and Big T one, right? And Tori went up to Big T and Big T and CT won the daily challenge when I first got back. And she's like trying to talk to her politic to her, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like that is Big Brother. But on the challenge, I mean, and Tori's not Big Brother, but that is a Big Brother gameplay. Because on the challenge, we've never fucking done that, honey. If your enemy won the challenge, you don't go out there and try to like convince them in the nightclub because that's just not going to happen. You just put on your freaking work boots and you, and you say, go in. Oh, yeah, I'm going in. At least maybe say who you want to, I don't know, like just get ready to battle because it's what's going to happen. But yeah. it's different. So I'm going to try to reform my gameplay if I get invited back ever. <laughs> You're to definitely going to be invited. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. I mean, I don't want you to. I do miss, yeah, I think feel like you're right. The older seasons where it was more of an honest-ish game. Yeah, people weren't so kiss assy. They just kind of and I, I mean, feel they like stab each other, but then they would say they did it with the secret voting and stuff. You know, people are like, I didn't do it. And I'm like, you know, you're gonna see that on TV, right? You know, like back in the day, people would be like, You're my best friend, and I'm gonna vote you in because <laughs> you know not like well I just want to get my red skull you know what I mean like right. yeah the bluntness so, of it all yeah yeah going off that do you think that people are playing a more scared game this season with all this people not I feel like there's a lot of people that didn't take the opportunity to grab some of their skulls well, girl the whole point of this skull twist when did it start 34 right 34 the whole Point, or was it 30? Yeah, 34. To get the skull twist was to stop people playing scared and playing in numbers. Right. And in my opinion, it's just doubled that because people are sending their friends to eliminations. They know they could win. Like, let's say one of my, I haven't had friends since the skull twist started, but let's imagine in a fairy tale world that I had friends that were challengers. <laughs> Once upon a time, not long ago. <laughs> I did. Um, I'd be on your alliance if I ever 
Lord help me, but oh, if praying. I was ever on it, I got your back. When we get off here and pray, he's not going to listen to me, but maybe I'll, my girlfriend is more good than me. But I'll have her pray for me that you can be on <laughs> Yeah, I feel like now it's just made people more because let's say one of my friends won or I won the daily and I'm up there and I see it's a puzzle, like bitch, bye, like let's go. Like no problem, I'll put myself. And that's what people are doing. So it's the exact same thing, but instead of putting your friends on what they want to go in, or instead of saving your friends, period, you're just putting them down on what you know they're going to win. And almost every time someone that has been put down there because they want to, wins. There's been very few upsets with this twist. Very few. The first, I think the only one was the first one, and that was JNCT. I mean, that was really the only upset. That means like a weaker player being a stronger player. Right. Not me versus Cam. I don't feel like that was a big upset. Like, and I don't feel like, well, definitely it wasn't. She's a better elimination by far, but I'm saying like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I got, so I got I, you. It didn't change too much with the numbers. It doesn't change shit about people playing scared. It's honestly making people play more scared because they're like, we don't want to see them in a final. We don't want, you know, instead of being able to work with people to keep you safe, it's just a different political game you know mm-hmm. it's like american politics and i don't know somewhere else that has better politics than america i, don't <laughs> <laughs> I guess fucking anywhere <laughs> but could be, right now probably anywhere else <laughs> in the world <laughs> right uh well i want to talk about a little bit of uh, the other night the show well it was trivia night which i feel like you would have dominated though uh were you sad that you couldn't have been there well okay so when i walked in for the comeback when i came back i saw because i got there before the rest of the cast and they had me hidden so i saw the thing hanging over and i thought for sure it was gonna be trivia and i'm like yeah i'm like i get to come back and it's gonna be trivia i'm like suck it you idiot (laughs) that's what i'm thinking i'm like you guys are all fucking you're all gonna burn like i was so (laughs) excited but then they said it wasn't trivia so (laughs) watching last night when it was trivia i was like gd i would have killed it i got most of the questions right i was screaming at the tv for sure but um, I did miss a few. That's the thing with trivia. You know, it's not an actual math problem. If it's just a math problem, no problem, or a history or science question. Sometimes they're like these obscure questions like TJ's name, although I think I knew that one. I was going to ask, did you know that one? Because I definitely didn't. I definitely thought it was Thomas James because I Googled it before and I thought, well, that's a weird middle name. So I knew it wasn't that. Mm. And it must have been probably his mom's maiden name because I had an ex-boyfriend who had the same thing happen. His, <laughs> his middle name was his mom's. Because his name was what? Thomas Johnson, right? Joseph. Oh, they said Johnson. Oh, did he? I thought it was Joseph. Did I hear it wrong? I think you might. Because I remember when he said it being weird. I'm like, okay, yeah, I remember it was weird. I knew it wasn't James. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're probably right. Right, girl. You know I don't be paying notes. And plus, let me tell you. Oh, and it's Thomas Joseph. It's just Johnson? It's Joseph, not Johnson. (laughs) I'm going into the water. I have lost the trivia challenge. Now you know. Now you know for next time. (laughs) 
Um, no, but like a lot of people don't know, I really hate these heights challenges, especially heights over water. If you remember my first season, um, mm. I got really bad injured on my first heights over water. And I still have a big scar that goes from like here all the way through here. And so I hate that. Even just watching it, I wasn't even there, obviously, y'all know that. But just watching them, I'm not joking, girl. My hand is so sweaty. I can <laughs> barely like use my phone. My feet are sweating. I'm literally shaking like I feel like I need an anxiety medication <laughs> or something. I'm like, I, does anyone I know have anxiety? Because I need some now. Like, <laughs> it was, it's like I, I needed one. Girl, literally. <laughs> I don't, I never do. I try not to do it. No, no, I know. But I'm like literally pacing. And I woke up yesterday at 5 a.m. in the morning for yoga class. And I worked my butt off all day, pretty much. I could still couldn't get to bed till 1.30 because my my energy and yeah. adrenaline, my adrenaline was still rushing. I swear it's PTSD, like bad. Could have, I mean, I couldn't imagine falling, like the way Teresa fell, just like I couldn't I mean, imagine put it multiple times like people are like I'm sure it gets easier I'm like oh yeah the more that I get injured every time <laughs> fucking bust my nose up and get scars yeah much easier I'm like I might possibly fucking die did you see what happened to Leroy <laughs> no I know that I know I, I honestly am shocked sometimes that there's not more injuries on this show I think there are probably a few more than like they even show, you know, there's a lot of little things that we brush off. Like a lot of people didn't know that Nelson's thumb was like um, injured when he went against Bessie and stuff. Right. Yeah. I noticed that it was wrapped for when he went in. Well, yeah, he talked about it on a lot of things that Bessie was like, he knew that about him. And so that's another reason Nelson was so mad was because Bessie knew that Nelson was injured. And then he put himself against his friend down there. And then supposedly he was like stepping on his hand. I don't know. I wasn't there. So this is all speculation. But right. so that was one of the reasons. But yeah, because if the production finds out you might be sick or injured, they're going to make you go to a doctor for your own health and safety. So sometimes if we're injured, we're like, <laughs> you don't like, want to go home. No. No, like you don't want to go home. So like, and you sometimes like, especially if it's like, because they sent people home like with a broken like toe. And like you can still compete on a darn broken toe or something or a broken finger. So sometimes it's just like shut up and we'll fix it <laughs> afterwards. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I mean wow, that's so interesting. I didn't know that you guys kind of keep that on the low. Oh yeah, we have <laughs> we have mental health issues, obviously. <laughs> that's, that's a whole different story now. Well, I mean, <laughs> when you're playing for a million dollars, yeah, right. It is. Sometimes you just gotta suck it up. True. Speaking about the million, what would you, what would you would have done with the money if you would have won this season? Well, girl, I ain't done much with the money I have now already. It's just still the saving. Like, it's kind of like in the stocks and bonds, like a very low oh, one because I don't know much about stocks and bonds. And I really don't know what I want to do with my life yet. I definitely want to, you know, invest in properties and stuff. But during the whole COVID thing, I was supposed to be traveling to a few places, which has been hard. Had a place in Costa Rica. So that's why I'm in Austin right now because I'm looking to buy like a condo here. Um, that's why I was in Playa del Carmen. So with that money, I would have definitely just started buying more properties around the world because as you know, I'm sure you follow me. I'm just like obsessed with the world. And yeah, you travel life. so much. I'm obsessed. I curiously live through you. Oh, thanks, girl. Well, you got to think, I grew up in a little town in the middle of nowhere, and I was like, 
basically like boring white people who have kids at like 19 and you know and everyone stays and and I just always knew I wanted to experience so much more so anytime that I have the chance just to be in other cultures religions just around people that I've never met before I mean that's why Nelson always tells people no one that meets Ashley is a stranger because they become friends within like five minutes like I'm just I love to meet people and get to know and learn and so with the money, I would have definitely, yeah, just invested in more property. I do a lot of donating like in other countries too, um, like my volunteer work. I feel like my time is almost sometimes more important than the money, but I do do a lot mm -hmm. of money donations to my friends. I've also like buried family members this year that I've had to pay for. Like the people think the million is just like going to nothing. It's staying safe for things for my family that I need. Like I don't come from much, right? So, you know, if my, you know, grandma's car breaks down, she might not have enough already saved up for that. So I can send her a few thousand dollars and not have to worry about myself. And that was the main reason I took the money. You know, it's like I have my own family just like everybody mm -hmm. else. And I'm probably closer with my damn family than anybody else. I mean, there's I'm so close to them. They're sick, sick of me most of the time, no matter where I'm living in the world. So it's just like, you know, I would just make sure I have enough for my family, my future. You know, my grandma's going to be getting so old so soon. We're going to have to take care of her. So I just think about things like that. And yeah, uh, well, I love I love that answer. I love that you're super close. So yeah, with the money, I would just keep trying to evolve, girl. And I'm never doing anything fancy like Y'all don't see me, if I have a Louis Vuitton, my ex bought it for me, you know, or to be honest with you, it might be fake. I got somewhere in New York or Mexico. Like, I don't be spending money on that. I bought one pair of red bottoms and my car was like a 2012 old BMW before I sold it and started backpacking. So like, I'm not spending money on materialistic stuff like that. So just save, try to help people, try to help my family. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> Piggybacking off of you talking about traveling, where is the first place you want to go after this pandemic? Well, girl, don't you know, I just lived in Mexico for four months. So, <laughs> you know, people say don't travel, but I really wasn't traveling. I, you know, I got there, quarantined. You quarantined. Yeah, and then when I got back in quarantine, I did the test. I've done the test probably more than anyone in the damn country because I've had to do it for in Iceland every other day and coming back into the States and stuff. So, and I went home to visit my grandma. So, you know, I got to get it up <laughs> the nose. Point. Um, so Mexico was perfect. Honestly, I wish I would have just stayed another month. It was so much mm -hmm. cheaper, you know, food, rent, everything. I was like, damn, I should have just stayed. Um, but when this is over, wherever the challenge takes me to next and i i have not got the call i'm not sure anyone has so this is not me but i'm hoping i do i feel like i fucking made a big enough imprint that i should get the damn call um but if i get the call what i like to do is stay afterwards like i did in iceland and then go to the surrounding countries so mm -hmm. on 34 we were in prague and after prague i went to budapest and then i went to vienna Oh, and then, so nice. yeah, and then on 30, well, that was 35, my apologies. And then on 34, when we were in Thailand, I went to Tokyo and Singapore. So, and they'll, what they'll do is they'll pay for your ticket from the same airport, 
but you, they're going to fly you out of, but you can make it whenever you want. So every time I go to these places, Ah. I have to back or yeah, because you got to think about they're actually saving money. Because if you're booking a plane ticket tomorrow to the U.S. from uh, Thailand, that's a lot of money. Right. If I'm like, can you book it in one month? They're like, fuck yeah, girl. Save us eight hundred dollars. You know, right. take your enjoy your time. Yeah. So we usually do that. We usually stay like most people stay a week. But my crazy ass, I'm like, all right, guys, I'm going to be going to random countries by myself. I've never been before. They're like, what? Like. <laughs> um, 34 is when people realize like producers and challengers that I did that they're like are you crazy you just like go to these like third world countries by yourself like with a backpack and you're good I'm like yeah that's just like anywhere else <laughs> <laughs> never see that movie taken never like scared you I feel like well I'm not stupid I definitely keep my eye out you know what I mean mm-hmm. when I go alone um what I like to do at first is stay in a hostel like with my own private room because then you also meet other girls that are solo travelers and just like locals and tourists that will tell you that you know the very first night you're there you will get so many tips and tricks and you know mm-hmm. learn and you're like all right all right because there's been people that's been there for a week a month and all of this so right. okay then I move into more of like the local and get myself an Airbnb for a few weeks or for a few months, depending on how long I want to stay. Like in Ecuador, me and my sister quarantined almost the whole time there for three months. Oh, wow. And there, when it first started and their quarantine girl, you couldn't leave the house at all after 2 p.m. Not to take a walk, not to nothing. Wow, 2 p.m., wait, that's so early. What did you do? Well, luckily we had a huge house and a huge yard that wrapped around. So we actually... Honey, we were thriving, and plus, me and my sister are best friends, so, like, we really, we didn't argue one time in quarantine. Once we got out of quarantine, we argue, you know, all the time. Well, not all the time, but you know how sisters are. Yeah. But, like, all during quarantine, we did not speak to one other person besides on the phone, and we did not get in one argument. We were exercising, meditating. I was taking Spanish. She was taking psychology classes. Honey, we were... Wow. We were also drinking lots and lots of wine. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what you have to do. (laughs) But we were having dance parties. One time we were both dancing on the table, like twerking. I'm like, yeah, we were having the time of our lives. Oh my God. Now I'm just so jealous. I think I need to go. (laughs) I need to go somewhere for three months. Need to dance on a table. Their quarantine, there was no restaurants, no, nothing was open. Just grocery stores and medical and that was only open till 2 p.m and you're not even yeah. allowed to be on the streets taking a walk after that wow wow yeah. but you did oh, it you, you made it you made it like fun though and I love that and everyone wonders why America is doing so bad I'm like well because the rest of the world actually quarantined they're not like and now I feel like it's too late because we've already ruined so many small businesses and everything like that. But like right when it started, if Donald Trump would have been like, yo, like actually let's quarantine. And I'm like, okay, well, like some businesses are open, just like wear your mask. And oh, it closes at 10 because COVID doesn't come out till 10 p.m. Like if we could have just done what like other countries have done, I think it would have been much better. But now I'm starting to feel like, man. It's, you know, we're losing so many small businesses and so many people's jobs are being hurt. It's a horrible year this has been. 
No, I know it's so sad. To move off of COVID and get back to back to the challenge. This whole like rookie drama thing with Gabby and Amber B and the whole fakeness of it all. But I guess that kind of goes back to right the Big Brother and then well, playing. I mean, it's- I think what a lot of people are not seeing right now that Amber B is playing a different social game than anyone knows because she's also. This is my opinion in the moment. Okay, if you would have asked me two weeks ago, I would have said something else. But, you know, we all talk, cast members been talking to me. I've been hearing some rumors. And what she is saying, and also I see with my own eyes, what she is saying, like, to the interviews, you know, when we sit and talk to the camera, mm-hmm. he's not being really honest either. So we can't see what a genius game that she's kind of playing. But what she's saying to the camera is, you know, I'm just going with my first alliance, the Big Brother Alliance. But girl, the very first fucking episode, I said that. I said um, the Big Brother Alliance. Like, we were just, like, talking, like, kind of just figuring out where numbers were and stuff. And I said, I think it was to probably Big T or someone that's from, you know, the Big Brother Alliance. And I added her in there. And I guess it got back to her that I was saying she was in the Big Brother Alliance. And she pulled me inside. And she's like, I'm really not. Like, I don't, I'm not working with them. I don't talk to them. I don't know why you said that or you like coming after me like I remember it was at nighttime because I was drunk and I couldn't sleep at night (gasps) oh my god hold on I'm just having a total flashback this might have been right before I gone in oh my gosh the second time this might have been well I'm sorry I'm just it's all no it's okay because we had been drinking that night and I think yeah, she a little bit not too much right like and she had come up to me and said something like dumb like she'd been hearing that she she was part of the big brother alliance blah 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 and i've heard that you know she had told people to vote for me and then she actually did it so yeah i think that amber drama i don't know i'm gonna definitely call it out in the reunion and see who has what to say but i definitely am kind of leaning on amber m's side at this point because there was definitely a lot of lies going on and but i'm not like mad about it everyone play your game I know we're fighting right dollars I'm not like saying she's a bad person or hold her grudge but one thing I do and me and my girl Amanda from invasion used to always be like people didn't understand why we didn't like certain people the nice girls and this and that and says I don't like the fake shit if you're gonna do something just end up to it especially when it's over I understand Mm -hmm. the game whatever but it, but the crime shit was pretty annoying all season with a bunch of the rookies. A bunch of the rookies were like, I mean, I know I cry a lot too, but it's like when I'm getting voted in, they'd be mm-hmm. kind of like, I don't want to say anyone's name because I love everybody. I'm like, do you, have you watched the damn show before? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. So, yeah. Right now I'm team Amber M, I guess. But I have, I guess, a lot of questions to ask at this reunion. Ooh, I, I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, be, <laughs> um, no, I definitely feel like Amber M is a more loyal, honest player at this point. From what I see, I you know I only see what's and on the screen, the but both times I've went in, I have voted for Amber and she's voted for me. But we still got along in the house because I straight up and told her, and I said it was either gonna be me or you, boo. And I'm mm-hmm. sorry, like no hard feelings. And she said, well, same thing. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't blame you. I'd rather an enemy stab me in the front than a friend stab me in the back. Yeah, I mean, don't we all? I think I think we all kind of wish, not that we wish for it, but 
We just want to be stabbed at all. Can you just like, let me get to the final thing? Right. You. Can you go stab someone else, please? Once, my God. I want to talk about the Casey Teresa elimination. Were you shocked at all by? Teresa Casey's performance did you kind of see it coming um I was a little shocked I was shocked that Casey had the audacity to put herself against Teresa because Teresa Cam and um Casey are the three top girls in my eyes in the house right now mm-hmm. um they are if there was a final I would put my money on those three to be the top three right now I mean before Teresa got eliminated so for Casey to just be like put me down against Teresa I mean that is someone not playing fair she knows that she's made a few weeks and she's got to get it before it runs out and she doesn't care who she goes against I think that is earned a lot of respect from me at least for Casey I mean I always know Casey's a good competitor there's no fucking question but mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people have been playing scared this season when it comes to eliminations and she stepped stepped up against Teresa. And believe me, Teresa is out there working out more than anyone in the house. I mean, every day, all day long. <laughs> and me and Nani would like have our glass of wine and be like, she'd be on the treadmill, Teresa. We're like, we gotta, we've got to get her out somehow. Like, all of us fucking agree. Like, like just like drink wine and eat chips like normal people. Do so we have to work out all day? Oh, a million dollars. I forgot. Whatever. Right. But, uh, we're, here, we're here for a game. Oh yeah, whatever, whatever, <laughs> losers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, um, I'm sure that elimination went on longer than it looked, as they always do. And I've done that back to back. It is hard as hell. But no, I wasn't surprised by the outcome because Casey was a football player for a long time, and I think they both did really good. I think Teresa should be proud of that performance. I thought it was a good performance. Believe me, I know how hard that is. Usually it lasts for hours on end and there's only lasted 30 minutes, but still, I mean, you got two major girls just going full force the whole time. Right. Yeah. And good for Cam. I'm really glad that Cam got Teresa to go home because that was the <laughs> last thing I made sure to whisper to her. I was like, make sure you get that bitch out of here. And she, not, you know, and hold on, let me also say this. I have no hard feelings for Teresa. Just once I'm in the moment and people do me wrong, I mean, she um, did throw you in, so to get you to go home, so yeah. it's reasonable. Exactly, and just when I'm in that moment, y'all know we call it like Hurricane Ashley or Smashley's when I'm drunk. So that's what we call her <laughs> when I just am getting voted in and I just go crazy for no reason. So I mean, I can't help it. It's just like you're taking my million dollars and you're not even playing smart for yourself, you fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Um, but once I get out of the game, I calm down and I have respect for Teresa's game. I think she made a smart move by getting me out because I would have beat her in the final. So I think, uh, I w- oh, but what I to can right when I left, I was trying to explain my mean words. So I was like, let me explain what I was before. But I was like, you better make sure. Like my last thing, I was like, you better make sure to get her out. She's like, that will be the first thing I do. I'm like, That's all I care about. <laughs> Yeah, Cam seems to be running this game. I mean, this is her season, it, it kind of seems like. Well, you know what? Um, I don't think she got enough credit on season 34 either. Um, I think her and I, well, I think that's why when it comes to the politicking on 34, me and Cam both had our little notebooks and we would sit next to each other. And that's what Cam was doing again this season. The thing was, I got into the room with the rookies and Cam thought I was working with them which kind of scared her. And then with the whole CT thing. 
So then, like, that's why I think was the main reason Kim and I didn't work together, which I hate because I love the girl personally. Um, we worked together in the past, and with our brains together, it's terrifying. But just Kim alone's brain is terrifying. <laughs> and she is running this game, and she did a lot on 34 that nobody fucking seen. Everyone was like, oh, Polly's controlling all this. When really it would be, sometimes, like, I was just talking to some people, I would wake up, like, well, not wake up, but like, you know, right before you go to bed and like, oh, you guys, I have an idea how to get like a certain person out or how to flip a certain person, you know, things mm -hmm. like this. But then all of the lights would come on because we were in bed with the lights off. And so they wouldn't be able to show any of that. And that we'd get in a lot of trouble. I think I probably got fined a few hundred bucks for doing that so often. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kim is always actually very politically, um, She's a chess player. She's yeah. like the gambit queen, but uh, she just doesn't make it. So I think she tries to keep it on the DL a little bit for future seasons. Like, you know, smart challengers keep their moves a little bit more low key for future seasons, but know when to pop up. So they get screen time as well. Mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like Amber B has been making a lot of good gameplays this season or working uh, multiple alliances, but keeping it quiet for the interviews and that's why she's been such a boring character until the last episode right you got to be able to know when to let some of your your ability come off but not too much yeah oh that's that yeah that's good <laughs> in my opinion that's what i think no yeah i mean million dollar mitchell would know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that thing has not helped me keep the low key. <laughs> Damn it. And when I got out of the car, DJ's like, and returning millionaire. I'm like, don't remind him, God damn it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Two ton champ. <laughs> I don't want to I'm like, hit me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, shut up. <laughs> the rookie. That's <laughs> I've been drinking wine for two I'm weeks. New to the game. <laughs> I'm out of shape. Don't yeah. count me in. I really was though, girl. I hadn't seen the inside of the gym in over 10 days and just been drinking my sorrows and eating everything in sight. I mean, honey, hey. I dates and living my best life. I mean, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, also, yeah, your body is amazing. Obviously, I follow you on Instagram and I see you working out all the time, but like, do you have any like tips for, I mean, help, help a girl get into shape? Okay. I'm trying. Well, the thing with me is I'm not consistent as you see with people like Tori and um, Natalie, you know, they're every freaking day and that's just not me. That's not my personality. I'm a very type of wave type of personality. Some people might say bipolar, but <laughs> I've not been really diagnosed, but um. Not to make jokes on anything, but my, my, I really go in waves. Like sometimes I'm super, super healthy, like eating right, reading, doing my yoga, meditation, working out. And when I get in those kicks, you know, I'm working out two hours a day, an hour in cardio, an hour lifting. Um, and then this week I've been trying to lift heavier weights because I noticed that's what the other girls are doing. So I'm trying to catch <laughs> up, you know, I'm just trying to get stronger, but I'm, I'm also going a week without doing shit because I'm in Mexico or I'll work out four days and then take three days off. You know, it's like, if I'm having a Friday night out with the boys in Austin, I'm old. 
I'm probably not going to be able to go to the gym Saturday or Sunday, okay? And I'm not, I'm not going out drinking again either. Like, I got one good drinking night. Recovery. Yeah, I got to have two days of recovery at least. So, and especially with my eating too, girl, I've been trying to be vegetarian. So I'm yeah. actually, or, or not vegetarian, vegan. I've actually probably gained about eight pounds because I'm eating like the fake vegetarian meats and more pasta mm-hmm. and things like this. Um, and then I'm not being perfect at it. So when I do cheat, I'm having like Chick-fil-A and fucking, you know, in and out and freaking barbecue, you know, for like, because I've been doing this since the beginning of the year. So I've cheated a few times and every time it's just the worst. So right now I've been, I'm up a few pounds, but it doesn't bother me because I mean, our bodies change. So mm-hmm. I never get upset. Even if I add 10 pounds, I just notice it and then start working to fix it. You know, once yeah. you get, that's my point is notice your body getting worse. And oh, here's my trick. Here's my trick. Even when you do not, do not want to go to the gym at freaking all, go ahead and put your headphones in, put in your music that you, you know, I'm like hip hop, like nasty ass rap music <laughs> and then I get dressed and I just go and then sometimes I hardly do crap but sometimes those are my best freaking days but it just gets you into going you know yeah, like yeah I, that's so smart yeah so, I like mean, pump, get really, you pumped up in the zone yeah and but even when you get to the gym sometimes and you don't want to be there don't like beat yourself up. Like just be like, okay, whatever. I came, I did 20 minutes on the damn stair stepper and I really don't feel like doing nothing else. I'm out of here. Like I've done that plenty of freaking times, but then the next day it feels like you want to go to me. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's just my only trick. Honestly, my dad is like really skinny. He has to work out to like get any muscle. So I just got lucky with being skinny because good metabolism. You can tell by the energy. Everyone's <laughs> like, oh my gosh, why is she so hyper? And I'm like, I swear that's why I have high metabolism. Because I'm always go, 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 talking, talking, talking with the hands involved. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I want to know, like, how close are you guys as a cast? Like, are you really close with a lot of the cast members outside of the show? Do you have, like, a group text with people? I saw you hang out with Nelson a couple weeks ago. Yeah, last week. Well, Nelson lives literally like two blocks down the street from me now. So, yeah. So, yeah, me and Nelson. Yeah, that's enough. You know, he always acts like he hates me, but he doesn't. He loves me. Me and Amber B have been messaging a lot. You know, me and Amber M. All the lavender ladies have a group message. Me, Shane, Sylvia, and I mean, love it. Every single week, still every week. Usually just like kind of like burning on each other's, but we're doing or burning on somebody else like we always do, uh, being dicks. I still talk to Cara and Polly often. Like sometimes if I'm drunk and alone and start getting sad, I like not anytime. That doesn't happen very often. But when it does, I'm calling Polly and Cara. But I texted them. I was just texting with Cara the other day. Me and Wes, or you know, I, Wes is close with a bunch of, but I mean, me and him message things outside of the show, you know, talking about just life and football and stocks and stupid, smart stuff, actually, not stupid stuff. I like to talk to Swaggy and Bailey every now and again. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think all of us stay in contact. I wouldn't say we're like best friends. I've heard Tori recently say her and Devin talk every day, which, you know, surprised me because I, 
that he did like kind of vote for her to be out, but everyone's <laughs> got their own friendship and I can't judge it. Um, yeah, he did. <laughs> but Literally yeah, didn't help I, her whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, at all. Um, but I mean, I think some people are really close. I know Anissa and Tori are obviously really close and, mm-hmm. you know, some people talk more than others, but I have a freaking a lot of friends from my real life. Oh, um, right. Yeah. I mean, from traveling all the time. Mm-hmm. So even my friends, like I can go a few weeks without talking about two because I've got so much going on and the new city I'm at with, you know, my friends from the challenge when it's airing, you know, so it's like, if we're not airing or filming, I'm trying to connect again with my friends and family, not from the show. Mm-hmm. You know, because I do have so many and I am so close with them and I don't want to lose those connections. And it's hard when you're gone for two months at a time or, you know, when it's airing and you're just involved in the drama and people are messaging and the Twitter and the bullshit and the thing, you know, mm-hmm. so you're wrapped up once again in this alternate reality of reality TV. You know, so in in the times that I can try to be focused on the the real world, no pun intended, um, I try to focus on my real friends and family. But I do I do try to stay in touch for sure. Yeah, but are we gonna see any of the lavender ladies coming back? Goodness, I don't think so. I think the only one we would have Aww. a chance. At, I know the only one we would have a chance at would be with um, Sylvia. Because she doesn't, well, she has this, she had kind of has a stepson. Her boyfriend has a son. Her and her boyfriend have been together for years and years and years. And I think he lives with them now. And she's a real estate agent, a very amazing one in Kansas City. Anyone watching, definitely check her out. And then Amanda's a nurse. She has been for a long time. And now that she has that baby, I mean, I, I think she's kind of hinted that maybe if she could get someone to watch him, she might come, which would literally make my dream come. If Amanda came back, I swear to God, I would just retire the next year. Be like, okay. <laughs> best season of my life. <laughs> yeah, best. I mean, honestly, I just did. Not that I took it for granted because I definitely was always so in the moment when us four were together and just so happy to be there. But I would just cherish every moment with her on the challenge again as she got Casting everybody out one by one. <laughs> I mean, Shane, he's also got a great job. He's like doing interior designing of like fancy ass bathrooms or something like this. And then has a uh, husband. He's got married actually and mm. lives in DC. So everyone is actually normal. And I'm the only one that's still crazy. <laughs> no, you're still competing for my, I don't think that's crazy. Honey, you're still killing it. Two months on this damn show with me, all right? And then you come home and <laughs> you'll see why you have to be crazy to do it more than <laughs> two or three times. It feels crazy, girl. Like to me now, it's so normal. But, you know, I, I feel like it's been my whole life. But then when I look back, it feels like it was just yesterday that I was broke in San Francisco. Like, uh, if you give me it to my best friend, if you give me a cheeseburger tomorrow, I'll get you a pizza today you know what I mean? like like we so broke we got a split dinner you know I mean? like so I mean it feels like that was yesterday but it feels like I've been on the challenge forever I know I actually was thinking did you know about the challenge before you like got offered to be on it were you a huge fan no not really like I really never remembered watching the real world or the challenge. My friend just told me to audition for the real world, like a boy that I was modeling with and they were in town and I was like, whatever. He was like, you're crazy. You'd be perfect. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. 
like, um, I know that's true, but okay. <laughs> but then I remember when I was going to get my shots and stuff for my first challenge and I, I looked on uh, YouTube to see like what the hell exactly was. I thought it was just like back in the day when it was like silliness. And I saw Jenna, who was from my real world season, hanging off like a bird, a building in Turkey. And I was like, because I hate heights. I do them now, but I hate them mm -hmm. still. I'm like Jarrell. I just don't bitch about it out loud. <laughs> I'm like, oh my, what the did I sign up for? And I called my grandma immediately. But this shows you how good my memory is because in my high school yearbook, I put my TV, my favorite TV show was MTV and the real world. So I must have been watching it. That was like in eighth grade or ninth grade. So yeah, when I got back home from this season, my mama was like, because my um, uncle passed away. So we got like a, a bunch of stuff out of his storage unit that he had. And it was my yearbook. And we went to like my favorite things. And that's what it said. And I'm like, I don't even remember watching MTV or any of this. I really don't. Wow. That's so crazy. Yeah. It was almost like I a manifestation. I started crying. Well, I do believe huge in manifestation and LOA. Like I literally like, I dropped it and like my mom and sister are like, what? And I was like, oh my God, I literally started crying. I was like, I can't believe this. Oh my God. Ever since you were, oh, that's so cool. I know. Well, a girl, ever since I was a little kid, cause you know, I grew up in the middle of nowhere. And ever since I was a little girl, I used to run around cause I'm like, not from the country, you know, just a small, so everyone thinks because I talk like this, I must have grew up with like cows and horses. And <laughs> now I just grew up in a small suburb in the middle class, but I grew up in this big neighborhood and we had a bunch of kids and everyone's parents now that they talk to me, they're like, I remember when you were little, six years old, you'd run around the neighborhood and tell everyone, when I move to, Cal or when I grow up, I'm going to move to California and be famous. And I used to, I guess, tell everybody that. And my accent was way worse then, so you can only imagine what it sounded like. Oh my god, you must have been so cute <laughs> running around saying that. I know it. I love the camera, that was for sure. <laughs> hey, and here you are today. I love it. So who kind of is your MVP this season so far? I think right now it has to be Cam hands down. I don't think there's another way to go because she has Leroy she's also controlling the boys um her partner has Kyle who's very middle of the road um things are going her way I mean I would have said Teresa at last or two weeks ago before mm -hmm. she made a decision I have to say I don't see I really don't have any other I mean is there any other option no I mean is there any other option who else is running this season she is my pick to win. You know, I have a Patreon. If you guys don't know, feel free to go over there. MTV Ashley Brooke, little yes. quick drop. But I was, I just did a video um, before last night's episode of who I thought was going to win the season. And I said, probably Teresa and then Cam. So Teresa got out. So, but I forgot about Casey. I mean, Casey has a good chance of winning too. She's up there. Um, I just forgot about her. I mean, she's been very low-key this season, so... This season? What season was she high-key? Don't <laughs> worry, I'll wait. I got time. I got all night. What? Tell me what no, season... You're right, you're right. You're right. She's got... No? Last season? No. No. <laughs> I'm not saying 
that's a bad, I mean, she Well, she did have a little bit of drama with Nani. Yeah, that's true, a little bit, but listen, she's- That blew over real fast. In real life, she's a dope girl. She's awesome to hang out with. I'm definitely not like, you know, trying to- No, right, no, she seems so nice. She's a normal demon. She's like too normal for the rest of us. You know what I mean? Too normal to be on the show. Yeah, a lot of us are like mentally unstable. Like we should all be like locked, put in straight jackets the whole season. That's what it should be. I mean, we'd still probably try to fight each other. Oh my God. <laughs> so she's a great girl, but yeah, I mean, she's definitely not. And that's her good game. And honey, it's every season she's ever done in reality TV, she's made it to the final mm-hmm. and even won one on Big Brother. So maybe I should take motherfucking notes, but with this personality, there's no chance everyone's different for how they get how they get there and they end up there you know oh yeah I was gonna ask who do you well you sort of said it who do you think is gonna maybe win this final if you could pick give me the top four you think are gonna make it to the final possibly win I think Cam Casey and I mean they're the only people that have a skull right for the girls oh Anissa okay Cam Mm -hmm. and Casey are the only two girls that I really would put money on um the other girls the rookies i don't know what they can do because we really have seen them do nothing like literally and that's game wise political only thing they've done politically is just be able to make one big group which is smart but for the boys that's hard because i think leroy he is deserves it and honey he is coming with his whole heart on 34 i really was manifesting so hard for me him cam and um cara because me and Cara would have got our third wins together. They would have got their, like, I was, we really thought we were going to do it. So I'm praying that Leroy gets it. CT, obviously, but he doesn't have a red skull yet, right? So, mm-hmm. or gold skull, sorry. He doesn't have a gold skull, so he's got to get that first. But Fessy, Darrell, and whoever I just said. Leroy. Leroy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Leroy, and then if CT gets his red skull. Yeah. I mean, the boys have got a solid solid team that uh it's not so easy to see who's gonna and I mean on top there's this thing where he freaking I don't know why people this is what blows my mind is that people come for me because I've won twice but they let the same people float to the final every time oh maybe it's because they never win the final never mind but I was gonna say like people like Fessy and Corey who do have a very good chance of doing well in finals they just let them walk there every, like every single season, it seems, yeah. and they, or just let them get far. And I'm like, well, y'all just let me do that for once. <laughs> I mean, I remember back in the day when I had friends, it's y'all just be letting these vets who ran three and four finals just because they've never won. Like they can, believe me, they can. Right. It might just be this year that they'll win. What? I don't know what I have done because people in reality, they get on with me in the house. I am well-liked. You know what I mean? I'm always laughing with everyone, trying to keep everyone involved, like not involved, but not feel left out. I mean, you know, right. And, and I don't know why I'm the one that is the scariest person that has ever lived. That's done the challenge. I'm really not. My goodness. I don't think, I think it is more of a, they're afraid to go up against you. Me personally. I think it's, to be honest with you, and this might be kind of rude for me to say, I think it's more of an ego and conceited thing. Like, 
even though we, I might, I might be able to beat her in a final. I don't want her to get the chances. I don't want her to get a third win, even if she is my friend or even, you know what I mean? And I've seen that, I feel like, with a few people, and I can kind of feel it, you know? It's like, they, you know, they want me to do well, but they don't want me to, that's the saying, right? The mean, people want you to do well, just not better than them. Right. And that's hard because, you know, with the real friendships I've had in the challenge, you don't care if they do better than you or not. You just want one of your people to win, you know? Yeah. You'd rather be someone you love and like than someone you hate. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, Cam and Leroy win. I'm also pushing for Cam and Leroy. I hope it's their season, especially Leroy. When him saying that this is gonna probably be his last season since he's moving. Really hope it's not the case. But if it is, I really hope he gets the W. And I just yes, it is. So yeah, I hope not. But yeah, he is. Yeah. Mm. Thank you so much, Ashley, for joining me on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I always support a badass chick like you. So thanks, girl. I had such a good time. Oh, I had so much fun talking to you. Be sure, guys, to follow Ashley. She's so funny, especially on Twitter, at MTV Ashley Brooke. Make sure you guys go follow her, check her out, watch the challenge. Obviously, you probably do if you already listened to this podcast. Make sure to also follow me, your host, on Instagram and Twitter at KittyWolski underscore. I love chatting with you guys, so be sure to hit me up on there. Don't forget to also subscribe to the podcast and go ahead and give us a five-star review while you're there. Why not? You're already there. And tune in next week for more MTV's The Challenge on the Believe in the Challenge podcast. We put out episodes every week, and next week will be another fun one you won't want to miss. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.